Blog Talk Radio.
This is ECW Original, C.W. Anderson. You're listening to PWR Slam on the Graveyard Radio Network. The reason I listen to that is because I'm an Anderson. All right, and we are back, and we are still dealing with some technical difficulties. So um, we are going to take one more song break and try to get this figured out. I will be right back in about four minutes.
right, and we are back inside the ER. This is Rampage Rants, Monday Night Mayhem, special edition. I am Sadistic Sean David. Um, we're going to bring you some controversy tonight. I worked for a company last year in Rockford, Illinois. They ran at the Victory Sports Complex uh, by the name of HCEW, and um, it was not made aware to me at the time that I would be working on the same show as a sex offender and uh, or a sexual predator is, is what they've called him. So I am appalled by this. I was also more appalled that I had several sources come out and tell me today that uh, Brandon Simpson, uh, which is the sex offender's name, is still going to be there and wrestling under a mask. I am appalled at this. They have a show coming up October 27th at the Victory Sports Complex. They have not booked me for this event. And if I knew that Mr. Simpson was going to be there, I would not be there myself. Um, I think that there were some heated words that got spoke last year while I was trying to help out another company that would be short-lived and, you know, be the show that we talked about last December that had all the names booked, but none of the flights booked. Um, and that's why certain people did not make those shows. So, um, that's okay. Um, that was another failed attempt by Peter Be Beautiful. And, um, these people are running another show. Now they're, they have, their roster is full of people you've never heard of because they probably, they were probably never properly trained. Uh, that's just my evaluation after what I saw last year. I did work for them years ago. I was booked under false pretenses. I uh, stayed for their backyard show, got my payday, and left, um, I think, as anybody else would do. So that's um, the gist of what we're going to be talking about tonight. And I know everybody will go, Sean, you know, you worked with Big Daddy. Yes, well, that was my mistake um, for thinking that he would do more good than harm because he ended up doing a lot more harm than good. Um, and that's, that's the way certain things went down. Um, if you give me just a second here, we'll go over tomorrow night while we try to wait for Steve Kane to get in because I know he's got some thoughts on this. Um, I don't know if we're having connection issues with Skype or what's going on. Um, we have confirmed appearances for tomorrow night by Kenny the Star Maker Bolin, Marty the Moth Martinez, the quintessential stud muffin Joel Gertner, Rudy Boy Gonzalez, The Stro, Sir Moe, a confirmed mystery guest, and so much more. Join us as we celebrate five years strong and another five years to come. Uh, Wednesday night, it's night two of the five-year anniversary celebration. Confirmed appearances by Hugo Savinovich, Killer B, Brian Blair, Les Thatcher, Sam Houston, um, and much more. Another confirmed mystery guest for Wednesday night. So um, that's, that's going to be some good stuff, some real good stuff. And you're going to want to be here for it. Next week, uh, we start season five 
uh, with everything, with Rampage Rants and with uh, Wrestling Authority Radio. And we're going to be bringing you some big shows. Uh, the Indie Spotlight will be returning. We're going to be working more on that. I can actually hear you. Yeah, I don't know what went on. I had to do a complete reboot there. Ah, uh, so. that uh, that seemed to have done the trick. So I'm, I let everybody know about tomorrow night and Wednesday night. I let everybody know uh, about um, next week being the start of season five. And now we'll get into things. HDEW uh, has a registered sex offender to a scheduled to appear at our next performance October 27th at the Victory Sports Complex titled Warpath. This is simply not true. This was posted on the HCEW Facebook page. Brandon Simpson, a.k.a. Skyler Steven, previously known as Annihilator, was asked not to return to AEW after the locker room agreed to refuse to perform the upcoming event unless Simpson was dropped from the roster, including all mass personas. And the word including is in quotation marks. HCEW fully agrees and has fully complied with all of these wishes. Everyone here at HCEW wants to make it publicly known that we apologize for any breach in safety, as well as any scare tactics employed currently on social media. And we wish to see everyone at Warpath October 27th. Well, we have gotten news today that Brandon Simpson will be there. I've got it from several sources that he will be there under a mask. Um, As I said, I worked for this company last year. I was not told that Mr. Simpson was a sex offender or a sexual predator is what the the correct term for him is. And um, I was not notified of that. Had I been notified of that, I probably would have refused the booking last year. And I worked with Mr. Simpson in the past when I did this HCEW show. God, it must have been like 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. Um, And I was not made aware of it then either. (coughs) So, uh, a concerned member of their roster from a group of guys that's coming out of Texas uh, decided to message me and say, hey, uh, I'm booked on this. Do you know anything about it? And I was like, hey, uh, I knew he was a sex offender. That that got brought up to me a while ago, uh, but I was not made aware of this last year, and I was not made aware that they were still going to let him compete. And as I said before, everybody will look at it as, Sean, you worked with Big Daddy. That was a completely different scenario. Completely different. So, Steve, I'm going to let you weigh in on this. Uh, obviously, well, you've seen HCW. You know, I mean, I mean, all I can, Sean, all I can do here, I'm just, you know, kind of stuck in the middle on this thing, um, is I saw and forwarded over the um, current registration information for uh, Simpson, and that's you know really all that I have because I have no because obviously I have no connection with this group whatsoever. You have past connection to it, so 
this is more really on uh, your end of things than it is on mine at uh, all, except for the fact that obviously, you know, if there is somebody that is a convicted sex offender that is planning on performing at an event where there would be children, even though according to the information listed on the sex offender registration sheet, the victim was a legal adult still. That's correct. I mean, just, just the fact, just the fact that uh, this person is around, uh, is around uh, females. Right. And that, I mean, you know, we're, we're sitting here and, you know, I mean, I hate to keep doing this, but it does seem like, you know, everything that we talk about, oh, eventually comes around to current um, political situations. I mean, this right. is uh, very much, re- you know, this is very much what we are experiencing right now this week as the FBI investigates allegations against Brett Kavanaugh. You know, I mean, except in this case, we, you know, we know because of a registration that you know, this guy is is convicted now. You know, do you know now? I mean, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm having to go off of uh, information that uh, we are being handed by somebody else who apparently has some involvement with this group and that. Um, but right now it's, yeah, I mean, you know, details are a little, are a little bit on the sketchy end and that. Yes. Yes. However, I, mean, uh, I, I believe if they let him work last year uh, with, with them knowing the fact that he was a registered sexual predator, that they would have no problem doing it again this year. Other than the fact that maybe somebody threatened their venue. And I think if somebody threatened their venue, good. It needed to happen. Because if this is what's going on, let me tell you something. When I had Big Daddy, Big Daddy was not even supposed to be at Wrestle Wars 1. He was there because he was supposed to be delivering money for his guy's payday. That didn't even happen. Okay. There was also another rule that Big Daddy broke, and that was he was supposed to stay in the locker room the whole entire show. Yeah. Uh, um, show two, he was banned from the building. They were not going to let him show up on the premises, and neither was I. So, right. Um, that's how you deal with that. But if these people let him perform last year and didn't tell everybody about it, then I think they will do the same this year. The only thing now is now they've told everybody about it. So now the guy's got to wear a mask to hide his identity so everybody doesn't point him in and go, hey, that's the guy that's the, you know, offender. Yeah. Uh, well, HCW my, well is not my question in- is this. I mean, number one, I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at um, the information and folks, you know, this, we're, not, we're not telling tales out of school this is um this is easily um found on the uh state of illinois uh sex offender registry website okay right so i mean so this is this is in fact public information the uh um listing that uh sean had gotten that he had showed me originally um was 
uh, was an out-of-date one because it uh, actually listed an address, and um, according to the most recent one, um, he is uh, he's he's homeless. Yes. So. Um, and is apparently we, living somewhere out on the, either out on the streets or uh, on somebody's couch up in Rockford. Yes. Um, now, will they let him perform? I don't know. I can't say 100% that they will or won't, but I believe that they will. And I'm going to tell everybody something. I worked have worked for a lot of shitty feds over the years. HCW is probably one of the shittiest feds that I've ever worked for. Uh, they go up there with the organization skill, organizational skills of Rex Gill. They just don't, it doesn't click. When I heard what they were paying for the venue, I told the guy he needed to shut down operation until he knew he could make money. And he says, well, how do I do that? And that's when I knew that it wasn't a legit place to be. I went there. I got my $50 payday. I went home. I didn't have to, I, I got in their ring, but I was announcing and commentating and I knew nothing about their wrestlers. So I'm calling shit on the fly and I'm like, okay, well, we're going to be as nice to them as we possibly can. Cause I have a live microphone and I really don't need some weekend warrior or once a year warrior coming up to me and starting shit. So um, HCW used to run in the backyard I do know that because I got booked Under false pretenses and, and ended up doing a yarder show one year That's how I first got my first taste With HCW uh, They later became a thing in Rockford Running the Victory Sports Complex I don't know how they got the venue uh, It's not my business But they're paying out the ass for it I do know that And I don't believe that they have special event insurance For the night so that's another thing to consider. Um, you add this on the, on the fact that they're booking an offender or did book an offender, then it all kind of compiles in and just becomes one big black eye on that part of the uh, wrestling scene up there. And mm-hmm. um, there was a rival, I think, a rival promoter that contacted me today. I, I can't say for sure, but I think it was him of up there that uh, is running a legitimate product and has to worry about them doing this. Uh, whether they're going to run the same night, I don't know, but um, I don't think it would, I don't think it would hurt either company because HCW is mostly family and friends. They don't really draw any fans because they, they don't have enough knowledge to book TV ads to promote this event. So uh, it's it's pretty much another revolution wrestling is what it is. Um, if you want to go see real wrestling in Rockford, uh, October 13th at the Teamsters local in Rockford, uh, Project Forest City Wrestling returns. Uh, Alex Bernardino... Craig James, Meat Hooks O'Bannon, uh, Jack Shatter, Trog. Oh, okay. Matt, Matt Dewar, D-W-A-R, D-E-W-A-R, however you would pronounce yeah, that. Matt Dewar. Matt Dewar. Uh, that, yeah, that kid, 
that kid's good. I've uh, I saw him with uh, Anarchy Wrestling, and uh, I definitely I definitely like this guy. He's he's got a lot on the ball. Um, here's something else that I just found out is going on. Stand Up Slam is putting on a pro wrestling themed stand up comedy tournament. This is a free comedy show. Uh, I believe it's going to be this Wednesday night. Um, Fifty dollars to the winner. So if you're not listening to us tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night, you need to. Why aren't uh, you? Well, why aren't you for one? But if you're if you're not and you're in the Rockford area, uh, go ahead and 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 check out uh, this pro wrestling themed comedy. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, we've, you know, this whole thing has just got me flabbergasted and, you know, I don't care one way or another. I'm not booked. They, did, they, they chose not to book me. As I said earlier, there was some choice words between me and their cameraman when their cameraman told me how much he was trying to charge them. I looked at the cameraman and said, for your setup, I would be paying you this amount of money. He didn't like that too much. Uh, so he went and probably told the, pro- the so-called promoter, and that's why the promoter didn't book me this year, which is absolutely fine with me. It's going to be another shit show of a promoter that always wanted to be a wrestler on the independence but never made a go of it, putting himself over in the main event with a whole bunch of other guys that never really went anywhere and sought training in the first place. So that is my evaluation of that. Um, I don't believe that um, there will, they will not run another show. They can only afford to do it once a year. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. But if you do want to see good wrestling in Rockford, go to project Forest city wrestling Um, because they're running a good product. We have some news concerning the AWA. AWA. No, we don't have any AWA news. We have some NWA news now. The NWA has announced they will be having an eight-man tournament at the NWA 70 celebration, and we have the entrance of the tournament announced. For the national, for the vacant NWA national title, Colt Cabana, yep. Scorpio Sky, my good friend Mike Perro, somebody that I thought was my friend until he kind of stabbed me in the back on some bookings, Jay Bradley, yeah, Sam Shaw, Ricky Starks, Willie Mack, and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Sammy Guevara. This is going to be interesting. Uh, stage one, two four-way elimination matches. Stage two, one-on-one matches between the winners of stage one matches to determine the new NWA national champion. Now, here's some interesting news. If you go to NWA70.com, it actually takes you to Global Force Wrestling's website. Don't know if anybody's been paying attention to that or not. But I saw it. I paid attention to it earlier today. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? Um, 
Whether Jarrett has his hands in the NWA again or not is yet to be seen. However, I think with Jarrett wanting to brand Global Force Wrestling and kind of get that product back out there, I do believe that he will try to build the NWA in any way he can and try to utilize their titles and give them TV time the same way he did with TNA in the early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just my personal feeling. If Jared's, you know, got NWA 70 and it's on his domain, then that tells you that Jeff Jarrett's got something to do with the NWA again. Yeah. If you go, yeah. if you go to NWA70.com, it's globalforcewrestling.com backslash NWA dash 70. Hmm. Okay. Um, there has been a stipulation announced for the NWA World Heavyweight title match between Nick Aldis and Cody Rhodes at NWA 70. It will be a two out of three falls match. Right. So that's some interesting news. And we know who's going to be there announced, doing commentary uh, for the main event, Tony Schiavone. And we know who's going to be out there for the remainder of the event, Jim Cornette, and I forget the other guy's name. Um, Joe Galley. So that's, who is that's the, going to be... Uh, who is the uh, commentator for uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. That's going to be some good stuff. It's going to be some really good stuff. Uh, we need to talk about the May Young competitor banned from the U.S. for five years. Yeah, since we're um, yeah, since we're kind of uh, oh, obviously t- tomorrow night and Wednesday night we will be obviously busy doing a lot of talking to a lot of other people about a lot of stuff. Uh, we're not really going to have a chance to do any actual news and that. So, um, um, well, this is sad because this is a former RWF competitor. Uh, she wrestled mischief for me in 2009, in October of 2009. We'll be celebrating the nine-year anniversary of the NWA World Women's title being defended in RWF in just a couple short weeks. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that May Young Classic competitor Nicole Matthews has been banned from the United States for five years for working on a travel visa instead of a work visa. Yeah. How do you not know and not make sure that you have the proper legal visa to be able to work? Okay, number one. Number two, how did that slip through WWE? They are That's a good normally question. very careful to check to make sure that anybody coming in here to the States has the proper work visa to be able to go ahead and 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 perform for for money and that. <coughs> so It's on both of them. 
we do yeah. want to wish our well wishes to former WCW owner Ted Turner, who reveals he has a dementia diagnosis. Right. And what he has is uh, Lewy body dementia. Now, this is the exact same condition that uh, Robin Williams was diagnosed with uh, before he unfortunately committed suicide. Wow. Now, hopefully, oh, Ted doesn't oh, think about or go to that type of situation. I would, I would hate, I would hate to see that. I would hate to see that happen. So. Well, this is uh, new stuff from uh, Shelton Benjamin, who I thought was out on injury. He is demanding a match on SmackDown Live. And he's well, still a part you. of the roster. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, you know, you know, what's go you know, what's going on? Are they, you know, actually going to use him or not that's you know it's like it's like you know, why you know why you know why do they why do they even have him on there if they're not going to use him I understand when a guy gets injured and all that type of thing I mean there's enough uh, guys that are uh, currently on the roster, and uh, you better check your position of your mic um, to your ears because I'm getting an echo back. Hold on. All right. Um, well, but they have enough people that are brought that are regular roster people that are on the shelf with injuries right now. Um, right. No, I mean, because, I mean, like Liv Morgan, yeah, she showed up tonight, but uh, she's not being allowed to work because she's on uh, concussion protocol. Yes. Uh, We have a new content collection being added to WWE Network, and it's for Ted DiBiase Sr. Yeah. From yeah. nineteen ninety from nineteen seventy nine, an early encounter encounter with Hulk Hogan at Madison Square Garden. Okay, that would have let's see, seventy nine. Okay, that would that would have still that would have still been uh probably during the time that uh he was uh working at uh, Mid South. Georgia Championship Wrestling from eighty four. Two historic wrestling heritage Clyde when a young Ted DiBiase faces off against the legendary Jack Briscoe. Yeah. Mid-South wrestling from 1984. Maggie's back in town. Okay. Uh, 1985. King Rat gets gold. Yeah. That's one of those things too that um you know most of the time most of the time I you know I actually 
when I when I put uh, the network on, I'm sitting around uh, primarily. Okay, somebody turn off the vacuum cleaner. Sorry, that's my computer. Okay. Um, you got to really do something about that fan. But um, anyway, uh, um, right now, right now, I'm uh, I'm on I'm on a kick between uh, Mid Atlantic and the uh, original All Star Wrestling episodes that um, that Vince's dad was in charge of back in the day that uh they that they shot um out of Philadelphia. Right. Or rather Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. But yes. um it's you know but it's it's some it's some great stuff. Um the other night I was watching and uh and in the main event was uh Jerry Blackwell who of course, uh, any of us older fans here in the Midwest would have known as uh, Sheik Jerry Blackwell when he and Ken Patera were a tag team under the uh, management of uh, Sheik Adnan El Casey. So yeah. there's yeah. So there's a. I mean, so there's a, yeah, if, you know, go on the network, you know, don't wait, don't waste your time on the regular programming, okay? They have such a treasure trove of great classic wrestling, even their, even their own stuff. Uh, I mean, primarily I watch, I watch, I'm watching a lot of uh, Mid-Atlantic right now. And um, Wednesday when uh, we have Sam on and that, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to comment because it's so funny seeing his brother with a cowboy hat and, um, and trunks on rather than, rather than the tights that most current fans would recognize Jake Roberts with. Right. So. <laughs> um, well, we've got the news about and Rob of course, Conway. Barry Windham, and Barry Windham uh, with dyed dark hair and uh, mustache as Blackjack Mulligan Jr. Yes. So... We have some news about Rob Conway. Rob Conway serves as a guest coach at WWE Performance Center. Yeah. That's and he's that's still in great shape. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rob's Rob's in fantastic condition. And that. I Absolutely. mean, you know, definitely you know, Rob's Rob's one of those guys that I think to this day could still step in the ring and make a very, very credible showing. Absolutely. Uh, Following WWE's filing applications for Fall Brawl, 
World Championship Wrestling and the NWA logo, as well as All-Star Wrestling, WWE Hidden Gems earlier this week. PWI Insider is now saying that WWE has filed applications for more old trademarks from WCW, such as WCW Thunder, WCW Saturday Night, and as well as an old WWE one, Saturday Night's main event. Okay. Now, wait a second. Did you say NWA? NWO. NWO. Okay. I got to say, I I read it and I saw NWO. If you said NWA, I was going to say, I think uh, Mr. Corgan might have a little something to say about that. <laughs> uh, Zach Owen thanks Vince McMahon for buying his prosthetic legs as his career winds down. Yeah, $30,000. I mean, hell, you wonder, you wonder, well, for those of you who are listening in uh, more civilized countries that uh, have universal health insurance, uh, you, you, you wonder why we are really in such bad shape. That's why. You know, 30000 30, for a prosthetic leg, and the person who needs it couldn't afford it and has to turn to his employer to get it. Um, I am being told now by my sources who are listening that Brandon Simpson is roommates with the promoter. And that is why the promoter has said that uh, the charges are bullshit and he's evidently still going to let the guy perform. All the things wrong with pro wrestling today. Okay, so then the question bodes this. Is the promoter also homeless and living in a shelter or couching with somebody else? Or... Now, is Simpson couching with him, and that's why this is still going to go on? Probably I mean, couching with him, and this is why it's still going honestly, to go on. I mean, honestly, you know, um, somebody in that community needs to needs to contact the building. They need to contact the... Uh, Rockford Police and the Winnebago County Sheriff's Department and say, hey, oh, this is this is what's uh, scheduled to happen in just a matter of a couple of weeks from now. Yes. Uh, that's what we'd like to see happen because uh, this uh, this should not go on if this is the information that's being handed to us. Um, right. Right. You know, it it does not need to go on like that. Um, no. All we know about the charges of Mr. Simpson was he was 26 at the time, the victim was 25, and they did label him right. as a sexual Yeah. Let me here, let me let me pop let me pop the um thing up again because 
There's and it was because... a felony conviction. Yeah. Well, that's that's what uh that's what uh you know sexual assault is. That is that is a that is a uh is a felony. So let me grab let me grab the record again here. Okay, yeah, they yeah, he's actually yeah. He is listed as a sexual predator. And that is basically the same designation that the judge in uh in Philadelphia gave Bill Cosby uh prior to his sentencing last week. So that folks that tells you right there. That's a that's a big clue. I mean, that, you know, you talk you talk about a red flag, I mean, wow. Major red flag. And see the thing with Big Daddy is this. We were told another story by Big Daddy, and I was just told today a completely different story by someone that we know that I'll get into later personally with you Steve Kane. Uh, but it was okay. a completely different story than what Big Daddy had told us about him giving this girl pills. Completely different okay. story. So, yeah. Um, and that's why Big Daddy is out of the wrestling business. People have pretty much blackballed him. And he's never run again because he knows nobody would ever work for him because he did a couple of things. He owes people money, me included. He is a sex offender. Yeah. And those two things, nobody wants to work for him. So, right, right. You know, that's uh, that's the kind of stuff that goes on and, there. Right. You know, and also another thing. I mean, you know, um, legally, we actually, in fact, own that company, uh, which is why, which is why the, that company's name will never ever be used again. That's correct. Um, wow. I I put the kibosh on that real quick. I said, okay, if 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 you're going to try to run as WPPF, it's dead. I I bought the rights to it for the money that I had to pay his talent for Wrestle Wars One. So right, and I was supposed to get the belts, and I never got the belts. Um, yeah. Otherwise, wow. the company may have stayed in existence at least for the fact of having a champion, um, but probably not. I would have probably taken those belts in and had them plated. Um, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. just what that's I would have last, done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the last thing that uh, we would need would be to have the name of the promotion that's tainted like that on our yeah. on our titles. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, the great thing about it is Big Daddy is done. A lot of these yarder feds are done. Uh, this yarder company only runs once a year. They can only afford to run once a year. And um, the talent yeah. that they, they have, it's, they don't have a, to pay a lot of money to because it's all subpar. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically a real-life version of our uh, spoof ad tax refund wrestling. Pretty much. And they are a step below Reich scale. And that's saying something. Yeah. Wow. So, 
that's my evaluation from working there last year and having to do commentary on people that I knew absolutely not the first thing about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of my evaluation on it. So with that being yeah. said, we're going to take the next seven minutes. Uh, Chaotic Katie could not be with us tonight, but she will be with us tomorrow night and Wednesday night. And I'm going to give you the right. rundown one more time before we play closing time and head out of here because we've got to get ready yeah, for because, anniversaries. Right, right. And, yeah, and we are going to have programs for the next four days because not only are we doing the two live shows tomorrow and Wednesday, but uh, Thursday and Friday we are actually going to air um, – our uh, two-night anniversary show from when we were on uh, 2D. Nice. And I'm going to have to kind of go through, maybe listen a little bit, unless you've actually got written descriptions as to uh, who was on for both of those nights. I may or may not. I will have to go back and look. But tomorrow night... On the five-year anniversary celebration of Wrestling Authority Radio, night one, we have confirmed appearances by Kenny the Star Maker Bolin, Marty the Moth Martinez, the quintessential stud muffin Joel Gertner, Rudy Boy Gonzalez, The Stroh, Bob Cook, Sir Moe, a confirmed mystery guest, and so much more. Join us as we celebrate five years strong, and here's to another five years going. Yep. And Wednesday night, you're not going to want to miss. Confirmed appearances right. by Hugo Savinovich. Killer B. B. Brian Blair. Les Thatcher. Sam Houston. A confirmed mystery guest and so much more. Right. And on, and on Wednesday night, and uh, John and Katie already know this, and this goes to anybody if we allow call-ins, although uh, with anniversary, it's normally so busy with guests, including surprise guests that call in on us out of the clear blue. Uh, we are running under the bill after rule for Wednesday night, which means you got to keep the language clean. Yes, because Bill will hang up. Right. Or, well, in this case, Oh, you go, Brian. And I mean, I've already—it's already listed in the programming. Uh, Del Wilkes, the Patriot. Yes. Del Wilkes, and the original Sam. Patriot, will be here. The only as Patriot. Well, as well as Sam Houston, um, and we may have an appearance by Bill after. We have something recorded by uh, Bill Barons that we're going to be playing both Tuesday and Wednesday night. I don't believe it's very long, but we will be playing no, that as he's with us. Just a little quick bumper, but it's really good. I was, I I grinned when I listened to it the first time. So uh, we'll have that, and whoever else decides to show up tomorrow night and Wednesday night, as we've invited yeah, we a lot of our old guests. Girls. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be exciting. Uh, we will be using the doorbell feature tomorrow night to kind of let everybody know when somebody new arrives. And uh, I promise you all, tomorrow night we will not have any control of, over the show. When Kenny the Star Maker Bowling gets on, he will have control. Right. 
Right. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it, maybe 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 instead I should get a clip of uh, Paul McCartney's uh, "Let Him In." Someone knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Open the door and let him in. All right. I think we've I think we've done it. So, Sean, you know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you can no longer stay here. Goodbye. See you tomorrow.